The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. And I was so frustrated. And I'm like, I'm not quitting, though. People was like, look, maybe real estate not for you. No, mm-hmm. it, it's the only choice I have. It, right. it mm-hmm. It's either yes or yes. Wow. It ain't no yes or no. It's either yes or yes. Yeah. I have to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, um... What, what were you telling yourself? Like, mm-hmm. because, you know, people people stop after one. That's right. Right? People mm-hmm. stop after two, three, four, but you continued until. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And what, I, what were you, what, what was the message? I kept you saying was, I'm street strong. I'm too street strong yeah. for this. If you're a go-getter, faith-driven and family-focused and need to break through to your next level, this is the podcast for you. Your self-talk can reshape every area of your life. It's time to dream and think big. Welcome to the Self-Talk Experience with Darnell and Tracy Self. It's time to elevate, baby. Let's get into the show. Well, we are back with the Self-Talk Experience, and today we have a very special guest, real estate guru in the house, Terika Smith. Hey, how are you guys? What's going on, Terika? Not much. I'm excited to be here. Thank you guys for having me today so much. Yeah, no, thank you. This is going to be great. And we met halfway. I don't know if you know, well, not really halfway. We came a little bit further. We came from Maryland to Atlanta, and Mm -hmm. you came from Louisiana. To Atlanta. To Atlanta? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Wow. Wow. So, but glad you're here and uh, you're here doing some real estate, right? Yeah, I'm looking at some properties out here. We're checking out a few prospects. looking to um you know start a new development in atlanta so yeah. wow. why not wow. wow yeah you know so. so um i know you and i first had a chat you were like look i'm kind of the behind the scenes person yeah. i don't need to be all out front <laughs> on the right. podcast that's and i right. twist your arm a little bit i was like come on let's do it that's right and uh you i know. can relate because yeah. he twisted my arm to do the podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody tells her now no right right right, right, right. <laughs> i mean look at this smile yeah. say yes. i ain't seen this Smile though. I just heard the voice. That's I just true. was like, you know, I gotta, I gotta do Thank it. you. Yeah, Thank you. But <laughs> so you know what? Um, one, you know, David Shane's connected us and when we first talked, I'm like, I, I love your Shout spirit. out to David. Shout, Shout out to, to David. David. Good man. Great connector oh, yes. of That's people, my right? I love him. Yes. Yeah. And um, two, your spirit. It was. It was like, because you know you can talk to somebody for like two minutes. You're like, oh, I love their spirit. Yes, right? absolutely. And, uh, and it's the humility. And you were like, look, I'm really busy. I got a lot of work that I do. And I really don't need everybody else to know that I'm doing it. Like, yeah. it wasn't like I need to beat on my chest. And but and that's why that's why I wanted you on here even more. <laughs> you didn't even realize it. I was like, oh, I definitely have to have you on the podcast <laughs> right, right. just because of that. Yeah. So before we get started with all the real estate stuff, which yeah. I know our audience is definitely going to, right. to love. Right. Um, let's ask you about Terrica growing up. Did you grow up in Louisiana? Yeah, so um, I'm Lu- Louisiana DNA from my head to my toes, okay? <laughs> like, I love, love, love Louisiana. Um, but yeah, so I grew up in New, um, New Orleans, mm-hmm. um, and I mean, pretty much, um, it's crazy how life goes because I remember as a kid, I wouldn't. Um, I would have never imagined being where I'm at today, mm. right? Um, and just knowing the struggles that I went through early on in life, you know, just being abused, 
um, you know, going through foster care and just trying to find myself, trying mm -hmm. to find my identity, trying to find who is Terrica Lynn Gilchrist at the time, right? Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I really didn't know, you know, um, I couldn't identify really um, who or what I was. And because of that, you know, um, it took me, I say, I'm still young, but it took me a lot longer to get to where I'm at than mm -hmm. what it, what I believe it probably could have been shorter, mm -hmm. could have been a shorter walk, yeah. you know? Um, but you know, I say all that to say, um, now I'm sitting here like at your podcast, you know, mm -hmm. um, talking with you guys, um, just about a lot of the work that I do, but, um, I didn't always start, like, I didn't always have like an easy life is what I would say. Right. Like, um, I know a lot of people go through struggles. Everybody have their stories, you know, um, at five years old, my mother sold me for ransom, mm -hmm. um, for, to her drug dealer. And that was a very hard moment, you know, in my life, difficult moment. It created a lot of hate. Yeah created a lot of um, anger, yeah. um, bitterness, and I just wanted to um, retaliate. Like I wanted to take that out on people. And I didn't realize I stayed victimized by that incident for so long um, up until um, I got married. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how long I carried all of that hurt, that pain, that mm -hmm. anger. Um, what, what age did you get married? I got married at 19. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I got married at 19, um, still married, Yeah, you know, 17 years later. Oh, wow. Thank Congratulations. you. Yes, That's I awesome. love that man. That's my baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He tolerates me. Uh -huh. Four <laughs> um, babies. Yeah. Oh, we got four babies, four amazing kids. So the um, funny thing is my two older kids are not biologically his, mm -hmm. but he gave them his last name. And by uh, we, by the blood of Jesus, those wow. are his children. Absolutely. You know, um, but I was homeless with my son um, under the bridge in New Orleans wow. um, at the age of 16. This was when I was transitioning out of foster care. I was going from door, you know, pillar to post, door to door. Um, I just had a lot of anger and um luggage that was just attached with me and so um me being homeless up under that bridge was a life lesson for me because i realized yes everything my mother did as many times as she may have beat me you know she sold her children to drug dealers all of that stuff was not my fault mm -hmm. like i had to become an adult to realize that i didn't deserve any of that that took place um but now i'm holding my son and if i don't change something now he's gonna go through the same type of system that I went through. And I couldn't have that, like I couldn't have that. So as a teenager, I had to say, you know what, I'm gonna be a woman. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, fight back. I'm gonna be a victor um, and not a victim. And I ended up getting pregnant again um, shortly after that. And then um, that's when I met Al, my husband, uh, when my daughter was two weeks old and wow. my son was 11 months old. He wow. came in and um, yeah, I mean. Where did you guys meet? New Orleans, so funny story, real quick. Um, I was, um, like I said, I was staying pillar to post, just trying to find myself right. or whatever. And one of the girls' houses I was staying by, she was best, um, she was dating one of my best friends, which is a guy. And because she was dating one of my best friends, she needed me out the picture. <laughs> so she was like, hey, I know this dude, you know, this gonna show you how messed up I was in the head, right? I know this dude, his name is Al. Um, and she had an Al. My best friend was name was Al too. Mm -hmm. I was like, Al? What? My best friend? She's like, No, no, no. Of course not, right? She's like, No, this another dude. But I think he on crack. But I think he recovered. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay, yeah, I'll meet him. Wow. Like, wow. like that. Like, right, right, yeah, I'll right. meet him. Like, I didn't think in my head, oh, he's on crack. Right. Like most people be like, oh, he gonna crack. Right, no, right, I don't want right. to meet him. Right? I ain't think nothing like that. Um, and to this day, we laugh at that story because he's never been on crack or <laughs> drugs or anything like that. He just, um, 
he just got into like some trouble or whatever and he went away so people just naturally thought he was strung out on drugs mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be but um and she wanted me out the picture so bad that she ended up introducing me to him which he used to date her mm. and so it was weird but whatever and um <laughs> me and him still together and my best friend is not with her no more oh what wow. so what a great story though. yeah yeah i know that's a funny story that you <laughs> yeah. like to sit around your kids know this story oh yeah they know oh my husband if he was here he'll put so much more flavor into right he'll that's be me. like that's yeah me. he'll be like you know oh she was like oh what you doing baby <laughs> i want you All like that extra. Just, yeah he had so much extra and i swear i was not like that i was like oh you you all right you uh-huh. all right I don't know. but i was I, like I, I, I might have to say yeah no he he really <laughs> full of himself he really thinks that for sure yeah that, that is, is too funny that's such a great story yeah that is great so so what were you doing in your 20s are you working a job at that point or did you get into real estate at that point so funny story um, I'm probably going to say funny story a million times. Yeah. So just laugh when I say funny story, okay? Because it really is funny. Um, so right after um, I met Al, Hurricane mm-hmm. Katrina happened oh. in 05. Mm-hmm. We remember that. And mm-hmm. because of Hurricane Katrina, we had to evacuate the city. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't have no money to evacuate the city. So I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of being poor. Mm. If the moment I get out of New Orleans... I would never be poor again. Mm. Like, I would never rely on the government. How dare they leave us here for three days and call us refugees? Mm. I would never do this again, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, my daughter that's actually in the other room over there, I mean, she had the same diaper on for three days. Wow. Three days, okay? So I say all that to say right after Hurricane Katrina, um, going through that experience, we relocated um, to a city and then... um, probably about six or seven months later i put my head down and i went to work i was like what could i do to get started and i remember um before i had my son i always ran away like i like i said i was pillar to post so um during that time i was on the road selling magazines and i would knock on people's doors i'd be like yo what you do for a living they'd be like oh i'm in real estate well that always stuck with me Mm -hmm. right people with big houses in real estate okay well cool so whenever hurricane katrina hit we went um to lafayette louisiana it was like, so what you gonna do? I, I guess I'm gonna get into real estate. Hmm. I knew nothing about real estate, mm. right? So I'm sitting in class. I'm literally the dumbest one in class, okay? Literally. Mm. Um, the reason why I say that was because they'd be like, all right, so a mortgage, and I'm like, wait, what is a mortgage? Mm. They'd be like, um, you know, um, whenever you sell a house, I'm like, wait, how do you sell a house? Mm. Like, I had no mm. knowledge right. of any type of real estate. So I was the one that was a- aggravating everybody in class because I keep raising my right, hand. Right. Like, but I didn't care, I wanted it, right? right? He mm-hmm. like talking about in conferences and encroachments and liens and judgments. And I'm like, what the heck is he talking about? Right. And everybody nodding their head like y'all doing right now, right? right? I'm sitting there like a deer in the headlight. Right. What's going on? Right. Excuse me, can you please? And so, um, nobody in my family ever talked about ownership. So when I was in, um, before I was in foster care, right, we lived with a few relatives. We lived with my grandmother. Nobody had ownership. Yeah. Nobody talked about, um, everybody rented. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Everybody was on food stamps, government assistance. So there was no real guide for me to know that people actually can own mm. a house. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm sitting in class and... Now, um, what, now, what class is this? the class you just found online somewhere? It's or? a real estate school, yeah. Okay, so you just, yeah, okay. you just Google real estate school mm-hmm. and then you go sign up for the class. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and by how many people were in there? Uh, about 30. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I'm like... And you don't want to drive everybody crazy. <laughs> I'm driving everybody, right? even the teacher, okay? I know everybody <laughs> burnt up. But you know what? This is what I said. I had to sell my food stamps to sit in this seat. Mm-hmm. So they're going to answer every question I have. I don't That's know right. who mad at me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I used to laugh at the nerds, the geeks, and all these other um, students um, back in high school. But then I was one because mm-hmm. I was so determined, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting in class. Boom. We have to take the test. All right, cool. I failed the exam seven times. Wow. You have to drive an hour to go take it. So imagine coming back, driving an hour, feeling like a failure, right? And I was so frustrated. And I'm like, I'm not quitting, though. People was like, look, maybe real estate not for you. No, mm-hmm. it, it's the only choice I have. It, right. it mm-hmm. It's either yes or yes. Wow. It ain't no yes or no. It's either yes or yes. Right. I have to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, um... What, what were you telling yourself? Like, mm-hmm. because, you know, people people stop after one. That's right. Right? People mm-hmm. stop after two, three, four. But you continued until. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And what, I, what were you, what, what was the message? I kept you saying was, I'm street strong. I'm too street strong mm-hmm. for this. Mm-hmm. Like, I am built for this. Mm-hmm. Like, I survived being raped at five years old. I mm-hmm. can survive a test. Mm-hmm. I survived being abused with extension cards. I can pass a test. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? I survived not having a family up until this point. I can pass the test. Mm. And because I had that willpower, because I know I've been through so much worse, I was like, I can do this. Yeah. Like, I can do this. I don't care what nobody tell me. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care how many times I fell. And um, every time I come back, I'm like, but it's going to be better next time. <laughs> like, that's what I'm telling myself, right? I have to tell myself yeah. that because if I allow myself to think anything else, then that possibility is now a chance to come and take form in my life. And I just couldn't allow it. And I didn't know at that moment, like we just have to be honest, right? When we're going through a struggle, at that moment, we don't know that we're like pulling ourselves through that struggle. Right. We just trying to get we're out of the struggle. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're just like trying to get through it. Yeah. Like we're just moving. And um, and that's what I tell people, right? They be like, T, how you did it? I just kept moving. Mm. I didn't stop. Yeah. So you could have felt that test. 15 times. You were going to keep going. I could have fell it a million times I was going, going back. That's yeah. right. You know, um, because I, I know that this was the only option I had. I didn't allow nothing else to be an option for me. It was either yes or yes. Yeah. It was not no yes or no. It was right. yes or yes. And for me, because I stuck with it, you know, um, when I passed it, it was, it was a sense of accomplishment, yeah. but not just accomplishment. It was like wow, I did it. Yeah. Like, I did it, you know? Um, yeah. And I'm like, I'm about to be rich. So now <laughs> here we go. I'm yeah. about to make a whole lot of money in real estate. My first year, I told this story when I was speaking in Africa, and they laughed at me, okay? <laughs> so I'm kind of embarrassed to talk about this part now because whatever. I'm not, No, just anyway, say it. Yeah, so what it. I'll say is this, right? My first year in real estate, I made $5,000. Bro, I was upset. That's I was For like, the year. For the year. I was like, I could have worked at McDonald's right, for this. Right, right. Now, when I say that in Africa, they like, give me $5,000. Right, like, right. it wasn't like no, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. us in America, it's like, man, that we know you can't live off no wages, right, $5,000, right. right? Not in Africa. They like, look, give me that quick. But anyway, so <laughs> um, $5,000 the first year, and I'm like, oh, it, it has to work or it has to work. Like, it just, it's no other option. It just has to work. You know, um, and so I just did what others were not willing, right? Mm. I was not in a position to be lazy. That's I had, what I was going to ask you. What yeah. did you switch? What did you mm-hmm. change? Yeah. So I've never changed anything because I've always moved and I've always fought, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, it was never... Now, 
I'll tell you what changed my bank account changed right mm -hmm. when I went from you know not having enough knowledge and not understanding something right but the more I learned the more I earned mm -hmm. so I kept on learning and I kept on earning mm -hmm. you see so for me I, I never had a switch to say oh this is a light bulb moment mm -hmm. it was never that it was always move mm -hmm move if you're not growing you're dying mm -hmm. that's all i know just keep going yeah. you just keep on going right mm -hmm. and so um i get asked that question a lot of like man how did you like how did you get that switch on i'm like y'all the switch just never went out mm -hmm. it just stays on you know um and what happens i think is when you have too many options you turn it on and yeah. off but for me i don't give myself options so when i wanted to be the first black woman in louisiana to develop a mixed-use community it's yes and it's yes I don't have a no, mm. right? Mm -hmm. And when they tell me I can't be in the room, I say, oh yes, I can be in this room. And when they say you can't sit at this table, I say, yes, I'm gonna sit at your table and I'm gonna build a table. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm yeah. saying? So for me, be, I, and I think that's a gift that I have from God because I was, I was, I went through so much turmoil as a kid that it made me as strong as I am now. Yeah. So it's really hard for somebody to break me because you can't break me physically. You can't break me mentally. You can't break me verbally, right? You literally have to pick up something and knock your girl out to lay, let me out. You see what I'm saying? Right. Because if it's in my <laughs> face, I'm going to move it. You yeah. see what I'm saying? If it's in my way, I'm going to move it. Anything in my direction, it has to be moved because it's yes or yes. Mm -hmm. You know, and so for me, that's how I live my life. And that's how um, I've accumulated the amount of success that I have. It's because I don't create options. I don't turn that light switch on and off. It has to stay on yeah. because I know what's behind me. I know how dark it is. Mm -hmm. I know where I come from, you know, um, I know what it's like to be poor, I know what it's like not to have anything, I know what it's like to go to the bank and negotiate NSF fees, I know what it's like mm -hmm. not to be able to pay your light bill and have to pick up the phone and call people and for them to judge you, I know what that feel like. Yeah. So it's yes or yes. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I didn't know how to stop this and take a break and go to our <laughs> yeah. sponsors, because yeah. I'm like engaged, I'm yeah. like... <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, it's wow. so inspiring. You are so inspiring. We're going we're to take a quick break, go to our sponsors, and come right back because you're not going to brag on yourself, but I'm about to brag on you oh when we come back. <laughs> See you guys in a second. Hey, what's up, fam? You got to connect with J&E Builders. They buy homes in any condition. J&E Builders even help out with distressed properties. And if you're dealing with a significant amount of taxes, J&E Builders will assist you with that home as well. Give them a hit at J&E underscore builders. That's at Instagram at J&E underscore builders. So author and trainer Monty Sanders has been in this health and wellness space for over 20 years. His most notable clients are NFL Hall of Famers, Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. And guess what? He's got an Amazon best-selling book that you can gain access to right now. It's the power of you versus you. I'm going to tell you right now how you can get access to that and his other programs. All you have to do is go to thepowerofyouversusyou.com. That's it. Thepowerofyouversusyou.com to get access to that amazing book as well as all of his other programs. Hey, family, make sure you're following my girl, Brianna, on Instagram at Belux Boutique or to shop for date night or just lounging in the house. She has everything you need. As you can see, go to her website, belux.shop, and get you some great pieces today. Hey, what's up, self-talk experience family? Listen, I thought I was going to get some bathrooms renovated, but I had no idea when I connected with my man, Stan Neal, that it would be more than a renovation. I'm not even sure what the term should be. Maybe transformation, 
because I started with the bathrooms and all of a sudden my entire basement was redone in a way that my family members thought I moved seriously. So if you're looking to take your house to the next level, whether it's some custom construction, some transformation of your bedroom, your bathrooms, your family room, your great room, I did it all. I mean, if I showed you my entire house before and after pictures, in fact, I'm going to show you some, you would say, no way is that the same room or the same house. Listen, I'm just saying this because I've got personal experience with this gentleman. So you want to connect with him. I'm going to give you the number, his office number to reach him as well as email. And again, you will not be disappointed. So if you want to reach him uh, via uh, his office number, 202-359-3923. Again, 202-359-3923. And email is stan, S-T-A-N dot Neil, N-E-A-L-J-R, at freshairllc.com. Connect with my man Stan, you won't be disappointed. Well, I don't even know how we were able to get a break in there, but we are back, <laughs> we are back. Oh man. Man, <laughs> I stood up and started running around the room. That's how I felt, <laughs> like my inner spirit. Listen, oh, Terrica, um, you're such an inspiration. Thank you. I mean, God has really yeah. chose you as a gift. For so many people who don't who may not know you yet right, right? Um, but your story will have a residual impact on so many lives yeah, it's and gonna it, resonate with so many people yeah Thank you. yeah it really is. yeah and the great thing is it'll be people you'll touch that you'll never know you touch mm -hmm. and that's okay because yep. again you don't do it for recognition which that's makes right. it even more beautiful yeah you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, so thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. So I'm going to brag on you a little bit. I'm going I'm to I'm shift gears a little bit so I can stop trying to hold my eyes yeah. up and you know, tearing up over here. You know, I'm 52. I get yeah. more emotional now in my 50s. My 40s, my 30s, I've been like, yeah, Terrica. Yeah. Now I'm like, it's oh. so good. <laughs> <laughs> I just told my husband he getting soft. I'm like, babe, you used to be like all New Orleans, like, yeah, and now you like, it's okay. And I'm like, no, I need you to go back to that. You know, like, I like that, you know? I got to connect with my man, yeah. Al. Yeah. Y'all yeah, would love him. Y'all would love him. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. We'll make sure the next time we're in Louisiana, or we'll meet somewhere in between like we did this time. Oh, no, we could meet in Louisiana and eat good. Okay. Oh, eat I can't wait. Good. And that's good. It's good. Wait. Okay. We got, and we, we love good. to eat. Yeah. We're, oh, yes, yeah. we're foodies. Yes. Oh. You ate in Louisiana? Yes, we've eaten in Louisiana, but not but with you. But it's been a long, but okay. not with you. We didn't okay. know where to go. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Y'all got to eat this with probably me. Yeah. to like traditional. Yeah, the tourist little areas on yeah. HGTV. Yeah, no, we went to the real New Orleans. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Y'all can't come. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. You come hang out. We'll do a mastermind or something. Yeah. All right. So you've done some things that has separated you. And mm -hmm. in, in, let's talk about the real estate space. Okay. So you get started in real estate, you make 5000 mm -hmm. your first year. Oh, yeah. And you're like, what I call it a haircut. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Got a haircut. Because how much real estate school cost you? Um, well, the test, the test, test alone took $700 because it was $100 a while, okay? <laughs> then right. the, um, the class itself was like five or $600. Nobody tell you about all the other hidden fees they right. got, but that come after you pass. Right. So I didn't even care about that. I just, was, I, I just kept on going. Right. I just found a way to pay it. So okay, so we do. We, we you, you earn five thousand. You earn the five thousand. How? What would you um, do to earn the five thousand? Uh, well, five thousand in real estate is like one house. Okay, so you sold a house. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like good job. <laughs> okay, right. but hey, look, there's a lot of people with real estate license never sold a home. Yeah. 
That's right. So you sold one. That's right. So that's a celebration. A yeah. 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 What happened year two? Year two, I was their um, number one agent and rookie of the year. Wow. Yeah. You went from Five one house in mm-hmm. a year. Mm-hmm. To be. So number one. So, and what I said was I did what everybody wasn't willing to do. So I always pay attention, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm always, I always pay attention. I may never speak, but I pay attention. Mm. And I realized that um, the agents that were around me at this time were all extremely busy. Mm. So clients would call, they couldn't take their calls, they couldn't do their own open houses. They just was running like a chicken with their head cut off. And so I was like, you know what, I got time. Mm. How about I monetize my time? And I didn't say monetize at that right, time. I'm yeah. like, how about I do all your open houses for you? And then while I'm doing open houses, I'm gonna go knock on all the neighbors' doors because they told us when one sign go up, you're gonna see three to four more signs go up. I mm-hmm. said, well, let me go catch those other three to four signs that may mm-hmm. come up. So when I go door knock, because I already know how to door knock, mm-hmm. most realtors are terrified to door knock. Most realtors are terrified to cold call. Mm-hmm. Better yet, door knock, and you gotta meet somebody in the face to get told no in your face. Right. Well, because I did so many door-to-door sales, it was easy for me to do so. And, and you're used to doors. calling utility companies, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You were mm-hmm. used yeah. to negotiating mm-hmm. debt. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. So to me, I'm like, all they can say is no, right. I'm just going to go to the next house. Yeah. Right? And so because I uh, because I was able to do that, it was, um, you know, I started picking up a lot of the business. But what I realized was that I needed a niche. I couldn't be in everybody lane. Mm-hmm. So everybody was working with for sale by owners or um, buyers, whatever the case may be. I was like, what if I created like an investor group? Mm-hmm. Then I just work with investors. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I don't know no, no investors. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you find investors? You got to get out there. So what I didn't know was that those little guys that be sitting in the back of the gas station watching you on camera, they mm-hmm. the owners. Right. So one day I was in a grocery store and a lady was um, so upset over something. She's like, go get the owner. And it hit me. I was like, owner. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he came out. He talked to her. He um, dealt with the situation. And I was like, you own the gas station? He's like, yeah. I said, I want to be a realtor. He said, I don't need no realtor. I said, no, but I'll work for free. Mm-hmm. I'll work for free. So then he was like, all right, cool. I said, I'll um, go and find you deals. Right. Because he like um, gas stations and grocery stores. And so I was like, I'll go find you deals or whatever, and then I'll bring them back. He said, oh, my realtor already um, checked. She ain't find nothing. It's like, look, there's no harm in me going to check. Right. Mm-hmm. So I go, I find him a deal, he buy it, and then from there, one rich person to another rich person that knows another rich person. Rich people don't hang out with poor people. I ain't know that. Mm-hmm. I ain't know that, right? There's a reason why the rich stay rich. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy to me because you would not sit in a room with somebody who, um, not necessarily poor financially, but mentally, mm-hmm. right. right? Because it'll eventually start rubbing off on you. Mm-hmm. You'll start thinking and doubting and doing all of that type of stuff. And I didn't realize that until I stepped into his circle and I looked around, I'm like, yo, they either on the same level and are higher, you know? Um, and that's when I told myself, I said, you know what? Um, I want to make sure that I remember the people um, that are below me, not financially, right? But just not where they want to be at right now. Um, I want to remember the people that's on the same level as me. And mm-hmm. then I want to be, I want to make sure I remember the people I'm aspiring to be. So that way there's three levels that I look at my life, mm-hmm. right? I remember how low I was when I was homeless and I remember everybody in that arena, right? Then I remember whenever I entered into like a different bracket and um, the the way the lifestyle is and the way things go, right? And now I see another bracket and I'm like, oh, okay, that's how this, de- like this is how this group do it. So I make sure I'm reminded of who I once were because I never want to go back there. 
I know where I'm at right now. I can't stay here. So I know that if I'm like the one in the room that's like, you know, probably not just financially the best, but just in the circle that everyone is leaning upon for mm -hmm. guidance or whatever, then I know I still have another level to get to. Mm -hmm. Because even as a teacher, we still have to be taught. Yeah. I never want to stop yeah. learning. So I make sure I pick my cross up every day and I try my best to do right, you know, um, by individuals and myself. And I also try to make sure that I never forget who Terrica Lynn Smith is. Yeah. And that stays true to my core yeah. values, you know. So um, when I realized rich people know rich people, I was like, yo, I'm about to go find some more rich people. <laughs> it's easy, right? And then they started buying a lot of real estate with me and I realized they were using me. Mm-hmm. I realized I was fixing up their houses. I was picking out paint colors and doing everything. Mm -hmm. And um, I was go to the commission. I would go to the closing. I'll get my little 3% commission. My broker, who was a pimp, take their portion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then I get the remaining of it. Okay. Right. So I'm like, man. So one day at a closing, the attorney handed me the wrong folder. Mm -hmm. Wow. Handed me the wrong folder. Handed me the investor folder. And I opened that folder and I got excited. Like, whoo. Yes. Just for a moment, I got excited. Right. And then he took it. He said, oh, no, that's not your folder. Mm. And immediately I knew I would never, ever, ever do this for another investor again at wow. that moment. Mm. And so I called all my investors. I said, hey, you guys are really awesome. I love y'all, but we need to come to better terms. So that's like, what terms you want? I said, I want 50 percent of the deal. They said, well, we ain't giving you 50 percent. I said, that's fine. I understand that but I'm not gonna do all the work that I'm doing. I'm not about to um, go to your house every day, make sure the contractors are showing up for work. I'm not about to be your project manager for for right. 3%. I'm just not doing that. Right. And so um, I lost all my investors except one. I had mm. to start back over with the basics. Mm. But every relationship after that one, everybody knew they was coming in and mm -hmm. they was gonna pay me 50% if I had to do the work. I and because it. I made that, that stand, and because I seen that investor get paid off of me, I got that haircut once, I didn't get it twice, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. So because he got paid that much money off my back, I said, you know what, I need to change how I'm doing this. And then I did. And because I made it, that's what happens. You know, you tell wow. them and it happens, yeah. you know? So I think a lot of the times we get up inside of our head of things that could, probably never ever happen, but mm -hmm. because our mind is so powerful, it takes us to automatically do worse. Yep. Yeah. Um, I read not too long ago that our minds have the, um, like our minds have the ability, if you don't place it somewhere, it has the ability to naturally just go to the negative. That's mm -hmm. correct. Naturally, like that's mm -hmm. just naturally what it goes yeah, to. It drifts yeah. that yeah. way, yeah. Right, and because I know that, I purposely, I purposely make sure I tell my mind where to go and how to behave and how to act and how to deal with a situation. So that way I'm intentional with that. Yeah, intentionality is key, yeah. right? With with personal growth especially. Yes. Because like you said, whatever occupies our mind most, our mind finds evidence to confirm. That's right. Yeah. And if we're not intentional about what occupies it, the world would occupy it. That's right. And unfortunately, the world is just conforming to what it sees and That's is right. exposed to. And in most cases, it's not you. Yeah. Right? It's not yeah. us. And it's mm -hmm. not what this podcast is bringing. Yeah. So, okay. So, number one, rookie of the year. I mean, you know, you've started to figure out the investing game. Mm -hmm. Now, bring us up to... Terrica Smith today. I mean, you've done okay. stuff in Africa. You got yeah. stuff. I mean, you got some yeah. big things happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, well, let me say this, right? Um, one of the things I never learned along the way was financial literacy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I missed that part. And because I missed that part um, early on, 
all that money I made, I had none. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So it literally, That's good. it literally yeah. took me to realize I have to do something better with the money that I have. Because at this point, you're earning how much? Like um, six figures? Or? Um, no, about five at this time. Okay. Yeah, like five. So I'm like, okay, I have to do better with the money that I'm doing, like I'm, I'm being entrusted with. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, so I took that money, all right? This is the, this was, I think this is so important because I want people to just miss this part, right? Mm -hmm. You, it's not hard to make money, it's hard to keep it. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't know how to keep your money, it's gonna continue running from you. Mm -hmm. I always have to remember that, right? And because nobody in my family taught me financial literacy, the schools don't teach us financial literacy, mm -hmm. I had no, I had no type of idea of financial literacy. I would go buy the shiny things. I go buy the. I I would be, I would be so stressed out about things that I had that I could not afford, mm. Mm. right? And so um, I knew that um, I needed to change that part about me. And so um, I had five thousand dollars coming in from my real, um, from my tax return. I took that $5,000, it was all I had. Mm -hmm. And at this point I was making money, right? I was making like five figures, but it wasn't enough because I didn't know how to manage it. I said, mm -hmm. you know what? When I get my tax return, I'm not going to pay nobody off. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do something different. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna throw a rock in the water and I want it to ripple. Mm -hmm. I need to change the effect of what's happening in my life right now. What is the worst that can happen? I'm already living in the worst, y'all. Mm -hmm. 10 payday loans go from one to the next, to the next, to the next. That's a miserable Friday afternoon for mm -hmm. people. Yeah. <laughs> and people still do that to this yeah. day, believe it or not, right? So I took that $5,000, um, I bought a real estate property, my first one. I used my commission check that I got the right way, $3,000, and I put it into the property for $8,000. I was all in. Mm. Nobody told me I needed 20%, not even all the investors I was working mm. with. They never told me how to do this, so I had to go figure it out on my own. Mm. Now, I either was gonna figure it out falling forward or I was gonna figure it out, mm -hmm. but it was no other option. Right, you see right. what I'm saying? Right. So um, at the end of the day, I took that $8,000, and I'm telling y'all, this house was dollar general done, okay? <laughs> That means, y'all probably don't even know this, Dollar General sell pill and stick tiles, okay? I had no idea. Yes. Oh. They said, look, y'all, I'm telling y'all, we was in there, we had hit up all the Dollar Generals when they got their wood pill and stick tile flooring. I mean, we did the best we can with what we had. Mm -hmm. Nobody told us it had to be pretty, right? Mm -hmm. right? We just knew that we was doing something, mm -hmm. moving, right? That's the key word for me, move. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I went to my banker, I said, look, I didn't send you so many investors I said, I know my credit score is, is shot, it's 540, it's horrible, mm -hmm. right? But I sent you so much business, would you at least consider taking me on as an investor? He said, Tarika, say no more. He said, I would do the deal for you. You done sent us so much business. And so because people like, oh, I need the perfect credit score, mm -hmm. or I gotta have enough money in the bank, yo, I did with nothing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I took my little tax return. Yeah. I'm like, yo, let's do this, yeah. right? Yeah. And because I took that $8,000, the bank come and say, they come out, they send the appraiser out, it appraised for 60 grand. Wow. My Dollar General house, let's wow. go. So I'm like, all right, bet, $60,000. they like, okay, we'll give you 80% of that, all right? So I'm like, all right, cool. So now I got like $48,000. So I'm like, okay, what can I do with this? Because I'm really rich now. Mm -hmm. I got $48,000. Right, right. I ain't right. never had this before. Right. So I'm like, okay. So I take that um, $48,000 and then I go buy more doors. Mm. 
more real estate, mm. right? Um, and then from there, I kept buying income. I kept buying income. I kept buying income. And then that got boring to me. I'm like, I want to do more. Then I started building. What, I'm like, what do you mean by I kept buying income? So whenever, so anytime, like for instance, real estate is not just about living in a property, right? It's about actual income being produced from this property. Mm -hmm. So if I, if so, for instance, just to be transparent, right? I make about a quarter million a month mm -hmm. in revenue just from my rental properties, not my developments, not my communities, none of this stuff, right? Not my consultant, just my passive income. I know every single month I'm gonna have a check in my mailbox. It's gonna be for two hundred and forty thousand dollars, give or take. It goes up depending on who pay on time and who don't, right? <laughs> right. But I know what I got coming into my mailbox. Love it. You see what I'm yeah. saying? But the first house I did, that house is still in my portfolio. What does that mean? That house pays me five hundred and fifty dollars a month still to this day. Mm. I started that back in 2012. Mm. So from 2012, y'all, this was $8,000 I started with. Wow. $8,000, wow. who says it have to be pretty? Right, you right, just have right. to work with what you have. Right. You know, um, I believe um, because I took that one bag and I didn't go bury it, mm -hmm. it was multiplied. Yeah. And because it was multiplied, and I did a good job with the second bag, mm -hmm. then it went to the fifth bag. That makes sense? Yep. Yep. And so for me, that was extremely important um, along the way. So I continue buying income, continue buying income, and now all I focus on is buying income. Like, mm -hmm. I love buying income. So for instance, um, do y'all have a HOA yeah, in your neighborhood? Yeah. yeah. Right, so I make money off that every month. Do you? Huh? Yeah, because I'm the HOA. Mm. So your HOA, right, Everybody in that house, in that neighborhood, have to pay HOA fees, right? Homeowners associations. Right. They pay that to the developer, right? right? So I make money <laughs> off of my developments even when I'm gone. Mm, you see what I'm yep. saying? HOAs ain't going nowhere. Right. You see what I'm saying? All those street names in that community, that's somebody's children names, right? right? I knew that I was gonna do that. And so I promised myself and my son, I was gonna put his name on a street sign. Mm. And he was gonna be able to go and look at it and see it. And now he can go to his own wow. street in my community and see his name and say, wow, my mama really did that. Wow. So we went from being homeless up under a bridge to now he has his own street sign. My grandchildren gonna have street signs too. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, um, I enjoy buying income. Um, it's actually a really great habit to have. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I probably buy more income than um, I buy food. Honestly, yeah. my husband will tell you, I, I, my house could be bare bone with no groceries, right? right? And when he'd be like, what you doing? Buying some, buying some property somewhere, you know? Yeah. So um, I just, I, I, I love what I do. Also love the lives that it impact and change. Um, all of my projects are driven by social and economic change in communities. Um, I believe that people should be able to see superheroes that look just like them, mm. right? And that's why in Louisiana, it was important for me to show, um, to not just um, develop, but develop in the worst areas that nobody wants. Yeah. So the projects I take on are usually abandoned, mm -hmm. right? I love abandoned projects because I too once was abandoned. Mm -hmm. And that ugly duckling turned out to be a swan, right? Yeah. So these communities that we're building out and um, changing the lives of all of the people that's around it, now it's beautiful yeah. and people wanna be there and yeah. now you bring in life. So um, the de development we in now haven't had increase in property value in over 15 years. Wow. Mm. Could you imagine living in your property no. and it don't appreciate in no. 15 years? No. Right? 
And so the home value went from 56000 to $150,000. Wow. Amazing. Right? Yeah. So um, that right there creates opportunities for communities to be yeah. able to grow mm -hmm. and, you know, yeah. be transformed. Wow. <laughs> I'm rarely speechless. He's <coughs> never speechless. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just, um, I'm, um, I feel honored to be sitting here hearing your story. I mean, I only knew a little bit of it. Yeah. And thank you for your willingness to be transparent. And oh, yeah. Thank you for having share. me. Oh, like, no. I'm grateful to be here. Yeah. You know, and so. we, look, there's more. I mean, we yeah. didn't talk about all the other projects, but we'll talk mm -hmm. about that another time. Yes. Uh, we'll get yes. a part two because yes. we got to come eat. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get a part yes. two with you. Yes. No, seriously. And, um, and then what I'll also do, we'll put a link on how people can get access to yes. some of the education and knowledge you have with some of the things that you've done to, like you say, cause um, social and economic change. Yes, absolutely, and, absolutely. And so yes, we'll chat absolutely. more about that so that our viewers have access to that because there's so much that Terrica has to bless so many people. Mm -hmm. And I know you're busy. And so whatever we can do that doesn't take away your time, that's what I'm trying yeah. to figure out. Well, the out. family board game is the perfect one, okay. right? Yeah, the family board game is gonna be perfect because it teaches leverage, how I did my $8,000 deal. Mm -hmm. It teaches that all the way up into developments. That's what we're gonna do then. Yes. So we'll yes. get you information on how to get access to the board game yes. and we're going to start there and then we'll see how you guys can come get some real food in yeah. New Orleans. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, food. yes. Good food. <laughs> and we have to, and Al has to come. Yes. Oh, he'll be there. Yes. Oh, yeah. He'll definitely be there yeah. for sure. Yeah, we got to have that emotional connection, my oh. brother. <laughs> I'm going to laugh. I'm just being honest. <laughs> Thank, Thank you so Thank much. You, Thank, Thank you, you so much, Terrica. Another episode of Self Talk. Remember the things we say to ourselves about ourselves eventually determines what and even who we attract for ourselves. God bless you guys. See you next time. If you've ever started something and said to yourself, I'm not quitting until I reach the finish line. There's a perfect podcast for you. The We Won't Quit podcast by my man, Mike Humes, mailman and millionaire, never gave up. Not only did he have success, but he's helped a ton of other people do the same thing. He's going to be interviewing people who never stopped until they finished. So check it out. We Won't Quit podcast. Thank you for listening to the Self Talk Podcast with Darnell and Tracy Self. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. And we'll see you next time. And remember, talk good to yourself. Good to yourself. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments. Get started at Chime.com slash build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Results may vary. See Chime.com for details. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details.